Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Travolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Google CEO Sundar Pichai published an op-ed in the Financial Times this week outlining the need for world governments to set regulations on artificial intelligence. In it, he argues companies cannot let market forces dictate how AI advances get used and that governments can adapt existing legal frameworks like the EU's GDPR to oversight AI rather than passing new legislation, saying that any laws must take a proportionate approach, balancing potential harms, especially in high-risk areas, with social opportunities. He also stated that international alignment is needed to make standards work. Bloomberg reports that ByteDance has rapidly built a gaming division by buying up studios and acquiring exclusive title distribution rights, according to sources. The gaming division reportedly has over 1,000 employees, with plans to release its first two titles this spring, with a massively multiplayer online game with Chinese fantasy elements in the pipeline, according to sources. The game will reportedly be released worldwide, not limited to a China-only release. ByteDance has released several ad-supported casual mobile titles distributed through its video apps, but its new gaming effort will be a completely separate business. Six sources tell Reuters that Apple dropped plans to let iPhone users fully encrypt backups of their devices using iCloud after the FBI complained the feature would harm investigations. Last week, U.S. Attorney General William Barr called on Apple to unlock two iPhones used by a Saudi Air Force officer who killed three Americans at a Pensacola, Florida naval base last month. Apple apparently turned over the shooter's iCloud backups in the Pensacola case and said it wasn't true that the company has not provided substantive assistance. Uber is testing a new feature letting some drivers in California set their own fares when picking up passengers from airports in Santa Barbara, Palm Springs, and Sacramento. Drivers can charge up to five times the fare, a source tells the Wall Street Journal. California's passage of Assembly Bill 5 now requires companies to treat workers as employees rather than independent contractor if operations are controlled by the company, and Uber has argued that it's a technology platform that connects riders with drivers, not a transportation company, and drivers aren't part of its core business. The United Nations Special Rapporteur for Extrajudicial Killings and for Free Expression has requested an immediate investigation into allegations that Saudi Arabia's crown prince was somehow involved in cracking into the phone of Jeff Bezos. A forensic analysis commissioned by Bezos showed his phone security was breached by a malicious video file sent from a WhatsApp account in April or May 2018. Bezos' phone appears to have been compromised by software called Pegasus offered by Israel's NSO group. WhatsApp sued NSO Group in October for attacking its users through undisclosed vulnerabilities. Motorola's foldable Razer phone has a new release date after being delayed due to unexpected demand. The new Razer will be available for pre-orders January 26th for $1,499, arriving February 6th. The Razer has a flexible 6.2-inch display and runs Android on the mid-range Snapdragon 710 SoC. Vodafone has announced it's withdrawing from the Libra Association. Vodafone says it will concentrate its efforts on financial inclusion through its involvement with mobile money service M-Pesa in Africa. Vodafone said it's not ruled out working with the Libra Association in the future. Libra Association now has 20 members, down from its original 28. Apple announced a Apple Watch Connected Gym initiative, which will allow users to better track workouts, buy items, and earn rewards when working out in partnered fitness centers. Launch partners include Basecamp Fitness, Orange Theory, the YMCA, and Crunch Fitness. Apple says the program is free to join for anyone meeting its criteria, which includes having an iPhone app and Apple Watch app for tracking fitness and checking in, accepting Apple Pay, and setting up a reward structure. 
Rewards range from an Apple or Nike gift card at Orange Theory to providing free fitness classes for children at the YMCA. The UK's Information Commissioner's Office published a new code of conduct called the Age-Appropriate Design Code to protect children's privacy on Wednesday. Among the standards are a requirement that location settings be off by default, general privacy settings be set to high by default, and techniques to encourage children to lower privacy settings should not be used. If Parliament approves it, companies that don't comply with 15 standards of data protection involving toys, apps, social media platforms, online games, educational websites, and streaming services would face large fines, although specific fine amounts weren't detailed. And finally, London's Metropolitan Police announced it will begin using live facial recognition cameras for the first time on city streets. The cameras will be used in five to six hour intervals with a specific list of suspects for serious and violent crimes drawn up each time for identification. Cameras will be signposted, limited to small targeted areas, with police handing out leaflets on the technology and implementation. The Met said that in 10 tests of the cameras, the system was able to identify faces that passed in front of the camera 70% of the time, with a false positive rate of 1 in 1,000. However, an independent review by the University of Essex Human Rights Center found that only 8 out of 42 matches were verifiably correct. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.